Tomorrow night, I get to uh, hand out food for the homeless with the mayor of New York City, my friend Eric Adams, who was out there on Saturday night. Uh, Of course, Times Square, New Year's Eve, and now has a year under his belt. He likes to say his Aaron Judge year is coming up next. Here he is, the mayor of New York City, Eric Adams. Mayor Adams, how are you, pal? Uh, quite well. How are you? Um, you know, the favorite part of that song that I like, uh, Jay-Z song, is uh, you can tell by my attitude that I'm from New York. You know, New Yorkers have this certain level of gravitas, a certain level of attitude that I don't see anywhere globally. Well, I agree with that. There's no question. And uh, experiencing what I did for the first time ever in Times Square at the family the other night to see, and a lot of those people are tourists, I understand that, but I was in a pen between the Wounded Warriors and the cops. That was pretty much New York, and it was uh, it was pretty cool. I mean, there was one minor damper on the event, and that was a kid wielding a machete, as you talked about and your commissioner talked about, and Lynch as well. The police acted quickly, and thank God it didn't get worse. But um, even that night, we had something go wrong. You disappointed about that? Uh, it, uh, actually, um, even in the dark spaces where you have an act of that magnitude, three officers were struck. I was had an opportunity to go to, to the hospital immediately after the ball dropped and speak with their families and the officers. Uh, I say that we witnessed what is amazing about the police department. Uh, there was a 1013 call. Officer needs assistance immediately. Uh, those officers responded. They addressed the condition even where there was a discharge of a weapon where the suspect was struck. But the officers immediately after controlling the situation continued to provide the services to hundreds of thousands of people. Uh, We saw just really why New York City is a professional police department bar none. Uh, You have your officers, your colleagues who were uh, injured uh, with real injuries. But even in spite of that, you allow the medical professionals to do their job, the investigators to do their job, and we went back to focusing on securing the city and securing Times Square. And that is really commendable of an amazing law enforcement agency. No question. And it was a uh, great night. So New Yorkers have a habit. I'm the worst at this, Mayor Adams. My show is number one. I say it every day, all the time. I don't care. Bring on high expectations. I want those. I don't want to live up to those. You've kind of done that. You're like, I got the rookie season under the belt. You didn't go with an all-star season year number two. You went to Aaron Judge, who broke every record and hit 62 home runs. I mean, you put some real high expectations on yourself in year number two. But I guess you're okay with that. Well, because I know the team. I know the team that I have built. I know what we're capable of. And I know this city. I know how this city recovers uh, during difficult times. We saw it on September 11th when our center of trade was attacked. Many people look at that day and we acknowledge who we lost, but I also know what happened on September 12th. We got up, and when we got up, the entire country realized the capabilities of surviving something as devastating as that. I was a lieutenant at the time, and I saw how it impacted us but I saw how we responded. And we are here again. COVID, uh, many people don't want to realize it wasn't terrorism, but it brought terror. And it knocked us off our feet. We saw it for the first time. Our city was closed down. Businesses were lost. Many people lost their jobs, their homes. 
Our economy took a hit. Tourism, which was a major economic booster, was devastated. But when you look at where we are now, post-COVID, January 1st, I inherited a city where there was just a high level of uncertainty. We cycled through that. People wanted us to close our schools. We didn't. We knew it was the safest place for our children. We're seeing tourism recover. 56 million tourists. You see what's happening on our streets. We're predicted to get about 765 next year. We're leading the major hotel markets. Out of the 25 major hotel markets, we're number one. We're recovering jobs at a faster tip than the national government and in the state government. Uh, we are going after the crime that we witnessed, some of the mental health issues that we face, and the homelessness that we face. Uh, you saw a decrease in homicide, decrease in shootings. We were at a 40% increase in February of last year, and you're seeing the slow downtick in the right direct direction we're now at a 20%. We're going to continue to go after those quality of life issues. But we're also going to re rebound our economy. Uh, Sid, I'm clear on that. It's about opening our economy to make it easier to do business here and attract good jobs here uh, in the city and go after those tough challenges. So I'm like you. Uh, I say I'm not running away from tough challenges. I'm not running away from homelessness. I'm not running away from crime. I'm running away from the economy. I'm running towards it. And I just think that's how we flow as New Yorkers. I will tell you this, that uh, even some of your bigger detractors, they know, of course, that you and I have become uh, very friendly. And uh, I am rooting for you because I want this city to succeed. And I know you want the same thing. And even some of your biggest detractors say, Sid, I know his heart's in the right place. I know he means well. But the truth is, crime is not down. Maybe homicides are and shootings are, but there's a ton of other crimes that are way up, including hate crimes, assault, battery, rapes. And they say things like, and until all that is down, and until I feel safe enough to work and travel in this city, he may be a nice guy, but he ain't no Aaron Judge. That is some of the criticism <laughs> I get. You're laughing, but that's, that's what I hear, uh, Mayor Adams. Well, well, at the same time, you also know New York. Uh, you know that uh, even with uh, subway crimes, you know, I think we get an average of 3.6 felonies a day on our subway system with 3.9 million riders. Uh, we have some of the lowest numbers in many years on average of crimes in our subway system. You know New Yorkers. Uh, we, we're going to turn around with those other crimes and continue to trend in the right direction. But even when you bring it down to historical levels, New Yorkers are always going to have an opinion. 8.9 million people, 35 million opinions. And I like that. We should continue to strive for better over and over again. Uh, we want the criticism. Uh, when we bring crime down and continue to make this the safest big city in America, let's be clear on that. We are the safest big city in America. And even when we do that, uh, New York is going to say, well, okay, I got another task I want you to accomplish as well. And we like that because that forces <laughs> us to show that we're able to pivot, shift, adjust, and really bring the city to a level that I believe it deserves to be. Just a couple of weeks ago, you did unveil that homeless plan, which, again, I heard the same thing. I like the plan. we got to get the homeless off the street. Some people, Mayor Adams, they actually feel badly for these people. Others are like, I just don't want to see them. And you had a, a very good plan. But even some of your best friends were critical because not enough beds. What do you do afterwards? Where are we exactly today on January 3rd with the Mayor Eric Adams homeless plan? 
And, and, and we wanted to be clear on what the plan was because uh, many of our friends in the local tabloids, they gave the impression that we stated everyone who has a mental health illness would be compelled to be uh, removed to a hospital or involuntarily taken to a hospital. That was not true. And no matter that we did a speech and a question and answer press conference later, they still reported that anyway. The plan is clear. Anyone that's on our streets, on our subway system, et cetera, that is at a state where they cannot take care of their basic needs. They cannot make the decisions on their basic needs and they are endangered to others. They will be removed to a hospital for evaluation by a medical professional. We also did, stated clearly that this is not a police-led plan. This is not a plan that the police are in front of. This is the continuation of the partnership we created with mental health prof professionals, outreach workers, and they will call in the police if it is needed or if the police observe a person that fits that description, they will call in the outreach workers to assist them in the entire process. This is a small number of people that are doing a great level of harm, not only actual harm, but also what we like to say, how people feel in our streets. We wanted to train our police officers. We wanted to give the actual facts and clarify the uncertainties that I observed out there while I was in the subway system and on the streets. Many of our outreach workers did not have that clarity. So match with our training is also the clarity of how they can execute uh, this plan. And we have been in the midst of training the officers and doing this job already. Now, I want to be clear on that. Uh, Sid, we were already out on the streets dealing with people with severe mental health illnesses. Now we're just bringing it to another level that we did uh, throughout the year. Gotcha. And you and I will be uh, with those folks uh, coming up tomorrow night. I'm uh, all too happy to, to help you with that, and thank you for the invitation. You know, uh, you know the, the whole deal with my house, you know all the specifics, uh, Mayor Adams. And so we were forced uh, to move to the city for this week, uh, my wife and my kids, and we missed the house and all that, but it is what it is. But uh, somebody made a joke because we were having difficulty the first couple of days finding a hotel room. And they said, well, why don't you just tell them you're migrants because they seem to get the best hotels. And uh, they, were, they were trying to be funny, but they were being serious. Uh, as it turned out, we did get a very nice hotel and we're okay. But the whole migrant crisis, you want a billion dollars from Biden. This was a couple of weeks ago. Where are we with that, the migrant crisis here in New York? And it's a real embarrassment, I believe, on a national level. And we must have an appropriate response. We, we have had conversations around the issues on migrants for decades. This is a national issue. It must have a national response. And You know, you know for one second, I'm going to stop you for a second because we have this type of relationship. When you say it's a national issue, it's a Biden issue. Because I know, Mayor Adams, you're well aware that before, you know, people like DeSantis pissed you off or Abbott pissed you off, Joe Biden was flying in these migrants to Stewart Airport, Westchester Airport, in the middle of the night. It was well reported. Rob Astorino, Miranda Devine. So this is a Biden issue, a Democrat issue that now folks like you have to deal with. To be, to be specific and fair, that's just the truth. Well, when, you, when we think about the immigration reform, we're going to need the help from Congress as well. I think right. the president has an obligation 
uh, to deal with the immediate concerns. But when we talk about immigration, it's going to t- be a combination of the executive and the leg- legislative body. We have to address this. And El Paso should not be going through this. Chicago should not be going through this. Houston, Washington, New York. No city should, should have to make a decision if they're going to provide for their citizens, particularly coming out of COVID, or if they're going to deal with the onslaught of migrants and asylum seekers. We received over 30,000 asylum seekers that are in need of not only shelter, but food, education for children, health care, uh, some of the basic items that are needed. And this is really impacting on the quality of life of New York and our ability to provide for everyday long-term New Yorkers on the needs that they have during this difficult time. And so this must be addressed. Now, we were notified, uh, Sid, we were notified yesterday that the governor of Colorado is now stating that they are going to be sending migrants to places like New York and Chicago. Uh, This is just unfair uh, for local governments to have to take on this national obligation. We've done our job. Uh, There's no more room at the end. Uh, but we are compelled by local laws here that we must uh, provide shelter sure. and continue to move in the right direction. That's fair. Uh, 60 seconds to go, Mayor Adams, and as always, thank you. A terrific job here. Uh, Kathy Hochul was sworn in on Sunday. We know that you went to Albany and uh, you fought uh, to get rid of cashless bail. You did fight for it. Uh, Stuart Cousins wasn't having it. Heasty wasn't having it. Quite frankly, Hochul has not done enough. Do you feel like, now that she's sworn in, uh, that she may do more uh, during this upcoming year? You have a chance to go back there and get something done? Or is this a lost cause, at least for now? Uh, Well, I I think that the most important thing I must do in this legislative cycle, as I attempted to do last time, is to really educate New Yorkers uh, that I know— Bail reform was the center of many people's conversations because because it became a symbol of what oh my God. with the criminal justice system. The criminal justice system needs to be corrected. The entire system needs to be corrected. People are in jail too long, not doing trial, the bottleneck of the system, the discovery laws. And I had great conversations with a, a speaker, hasty leader, a cousin and the governor, I'm looking forward to uh, this legislative cycle as we sit down and deal with many of these issues that we are facing and become partners in ensuring that this state moves in the right direction. Now, we had some real wins, uh, Sid. Many people uh, stated that Eric had a terrible uh, time in Albany last year. That is just not true. I got, I got I received most of the things that I asked for around child care, around NYCHA trust, around increasing earned income tax for our young young people, around hotel conversions for permanent housing. I walked out of Albany with more success than I know mayors have traditionally received. Was there a one, two items we disagreed on? Yes. But the overwhelming number of things that I needed, uh, Carl Hasty, Andrew Stewart-Cousin, and the governor uh, gave New York City. Well, it's all true. That is true. All right, so I will see you uh, tomorrow night at 9 p.m. on uh, 34th Street. Look forward to it. Uh, Happy New Year. Thank you for uh, starting off my first show with me this morning, Mayor Adams. Excellent job as always, and I'll see you tomorrow, buddy. Thank you so much. Okay. Take care. You too. There he is, the mayor here in New York City, Eric Adams. He was uh, out there on Saturday, did a real good job at the ball drop. 
And he answers every question, folks. He answers every question. And we ask them all. Hi, it's Lou Dobbs for Priority Gold, America's precious metals dealer. These are volatile times with high inflation, soaring debt, wars on multiple continents, and rising financial stress. Central banks are buying gold to diversify their reserves, so are many Americans. Call Priority Gold and find out how precious metals can help you diversify your portfolio. They're highly rated and happy to help. Call 1-866-303-6357 or get a free gold guide at PriorityGoldGuide.com. That's Priority. PriorityGoldGuide.com. 